Zardell we've seen all year. He's still out in front, but here comes Hughes on the outside, and Zardell Hughes takes it the line. Adagoke was there as well, close with Bromel in the race for that second and third spot. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. And it is Adagoke who gets second in the automatic qualifying spot. Bromel in the third, and once again, he'll need to wait and see if he gets through on time. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. He is the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, highlight cuts courtesy of NBC Sports, NBC Olympics, Trayvon Bromel in the semifinals clocks at 10 flat, 10.00, and that doesn't get you into the finals this year in the Olympics. Let's talk about that as we welcome in uh, Baylor's new head track and field coach, uh, Michael Ford, joins us now. Michael, uh, on the road, but uh, kind enough to join us. Hey, man, I appreciate your time. How you doing? Well, I'm doing well, besides the fact that uh, – <laughs> I-35 by Hillsborough got shut down. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so I'm taking a back when I'm on 77. Oh, um, man. I jump back on 35. <laughs> so, yeah. But so traffic, stuck in traffic is not. Uh, <laughs> isn't that the norm more than it isn't the norm on I-35 these days? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Be careful. Thanks for being on with us. I uh, went, I made a point, you know, to uh, watch the 100 uh, over the weekend. And Trayvon, I thought, you know, I thought maybe he'd done enough, but a 10 flat doesn't get you in the finals. And how, how close was he, though, to – Maybe, uh, you know, a, a hundredth of a second is what I've heard. Might have made the difference to get him into the finals. Yeah, I mean, normally uh, normally a 10 flat would get you to the final. So I was, I knew the last heat when I, after, after the first one, and I saw the last heat and I saw the competitors that were no the last heat. I looked, I was like, four, four of those guys could run. Ten flat or better. Yeah. So I kind of got a little nervous when I, when I saw that heat and then, I think they ran uh, nine. It was like a nine, eight, nine, eight, yep. nine, nine, and a, I think a ten flat or a, a nine, nine. So, um, yeah, so that that was a uh, a big shocker to, for him not to make it. And I've said this uh, before, but just to remind folks, you've coached Trayvon in the past, coached him when he was here, not currently his coach. But, uh, you know, explain what's that, what that is like on a day in the spotlight in the Olympics. I mean, you got, you've got 10 seconds to run the race of your life, and not that 10 flat is bad, but uh, he just came up a little bit short. Yeah, I think just – I think – this year was a lot different too because we've never had it where they normally take the top four people, top four, they would have a two heat semifinal and they'll be the top four and then the next, uh, the next four. Right. I mean, yeah, top four will make it. So this year would be in the top, the top two and the next two times. So it was different. And I think the, the most important race everyone always talks about is the semifinal because you can't think about the final until you make it. Um, and I think for him, he he was off. He was a little off um, at the at the Olympic Games, and being off makes you not make the final. Hmm. So in the old format, he finished third, right? In his heat, in the old format, uh-huh. he would have been in the finals. Yeah, well, it was. But it was, I think the big difference was too. Normally, they would take sixteen people to a two heat semifinal. Oh, this I got time you. they took twenty, and they took a twenty-four. 
24 people to the semifinal. And that's the that's the format they normally use at World Championships. But this year, this this year was the first time we've done it at the Olympics. I got you. What did you see watching the race from a distance? What did you see? You said he was a little bit off. Uh, what did you see technically with him? Well, I thought in the in this first round, to me, he, he was a little tighter. Like it was like he was forcing to run fast in the in that first round. And he just looked really tight. Um, but in the semifinal, I actually thought he got out really well. Um, but I thought the last 30 meters, he looked tight again on the, on the last 30 meters. And that, I think that, that prevented him from making it to the final. Um, but I thought his start, I thought he set the race up really well in the semifinal. But it was just, he just looked a little tight, like he tightened up a little bit the last part. I would say like the last 30. Yeah. Because he had the lead uh, about halfway through, maybe even three-quarters mm-hmm. of the way through. He had the lead, didn't he? Yes. Yes, sir. So that's why I knew, like, in the, in the, the prelim, his speaking race, I didn't think he had a good start or anything. I just thought he just would look tight. Um, I don't know if it was nerves or anything, but I just didn't think that he didn't look like himself. And then in the semifinal, I thought it clicked. He looked like he clicked back to normal. Yeah. But at first – the first half of the race, and then that last 30, I was like, man, just hold on to get another race in. Um, but he got caught right at the right at the end uh, to get that to to get third. Because the thing is, the guy that got second also ran the same time, and it went down to the thousands of a second, and that was the difference. Oh man, that that close, thousands of a second, you know, to be in in the finals, and then you know, who knows what happens when you get into the finals. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought maybe once he got to the final, then he'll be probably a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Uh, I know when I was working with them, our our big push was always the semifinal. To me, was always the most important race of the day. And so I knew if he would have got through the, the semi, if he would have got through the semifinal, I thought the final would have been a lot easier. Michael Ford is with us, Baylor's uh, track and field coach. We're talking about uh, Trayvon Bromel, who didn't make it to the finals by the slimmest of margins at the Olympics in Tokyo. Uh, Michael, I don't know if you've talked to him, uh, but it, it, it has to be very disappointing, you know, with such high hopes for Trayvon going into these Olympic Games. Um, you know, we, we actually checked back and forth yesterday. I just wanted to make sure he was okay uh, mentally and physically, and he was, he was fine, I think. Um, it, honestly, it really wasn't a disappointment. I think a lot of people thought it was, he would be disappointed. I think he was, I would say, a little disappointed, but I think just going over the last four years of him being injured, and, um, it was almost like a blessing that he was able to make the team, um, considering the last four years have been uh, injury after injury after injury. So I think for him it was, yeah, maybe I didn't make the final, but I achieved something that I wanted to achieve. I achieved. I wanted to achieve to make it to the Olympics um, because I I missed the last couple of World Championships, um, and then the, if the Olympics were last year, you might have get, get a chance to run at the Olympics. So I think it was kind of it had like a little bit of at least a silver lining in there. In, in his opinion. Yeah, and that's a good way to look at it because you look at what he's done over the last four years to come back from those injuries and make the Olympic team and really be the favorite to win the 100 meters. That's a huge accomplishment just to get himself back in that position. Yeah, I mean, I thought uh, his, his new coach, Rainer Ryder, and their medical staff and 
and his group of guys that he trains with, Ramondre DeGrasse in the, and then uh, Divine Oduduru that went to Texas Tech. Those guys were at the meet also. Yeah. So I think that the group that he had to train with, and I thought his coach Rainer Ryder did an awesome job to get him back to um, to possibly make another world championship team next year. I got you. And that's the thing uh, in this stretch here with the Olympics pushed a year later. He's going to have a lot of other uh, high-quality meets to compete in coming up in the next few years. Yeah, well, when you have another when you have another world championship next year, then so you got a world champion in 2022, you have another world championship in 2023, <laughs> and then you have the Olympic Games in 24. <laughs> right. Uh, and then you have another world championship in, in 25. So you have a, definitely a lot of a lot of championships to get some hardware in the next four the next four years. Yeah, very much so. Well, hope he uh, bounces back nicely from this. Uh, you know, it, it's not that I'm disappointed in him. I'm disappointed for him because I can't imagine what that's like to train so hard and get your spot on the Olympic team, be the favorite there, and then not make it to the finals. I just can't imagine how disappointing that would be. Yeah, I think for for him it was it was him making the team was very, very important for him to make the team. Um, and this, I, we always say, let's go round by round, by round um, to to make it. I mean, he's 26 years old. He's made two Olympic teams so far, um, and I know he'll get a chance to run the relay. Hopefully, get a get a medal there. Uh, but I think just the just the fact that he made it, I think for for him and his and his coach was a was a blessing, um, considering him the the last four years yeah yeah true well i uh, appreciate your time be careful out on those back roads there and uh, uh be careful with traffic i know traffic is an issue a lot of times between waco <laughs> and and dfw so i uh, appreciate your time and thanks for being on with us no thank you as always that you got the best voice in the business yeah, you're a great guy thank you michael appreciate it talk to you soon you take care. All right, thanks. Bye -bye. Michael Ford, Baylor's new track and field head coach, talking about Trayvon Bromel, Trayvon uh, Sprinter here at Baylor. Of course, Michael coaches the Sprinters and uh, and has moved on to another training team that is with Trayvon Bromel. But uh, Michael, very, very uh, close to the situation. So uh, interesting. He, he said, I was saying a hundredth of a second, maybe kept him out of the finals. He said a thousandth of a second.